Well, hello again, guys. So we are experiencing what sometimes happens here in Israel. Um, how do I call it? Like the Internet just farting. It's a bit of a balagan sometimes. And you know what? Bezetta, it's okay. Um, I really, I have no explanation for it. I am in a major city. Um, but every once in a while, it just, kind of get shafted by the internet and um, it is what it is. It's uh, very frustrating. I agree and I apologize to all my listeners and I really am thankful um, for those of you who are sticking with me. Um, I don't, I just don't know why it does this, but it does this sometimes. I know we had a lot of problems last week, and I am very uh, sorry for it, and I, I wish I could control it. But Lord knows if I could control the Internet, I would be very powerful. Um, it seems that not everyone can hear us, um, so I'm just going to uh, give it a second and see if we can't... Um, figure out how exactly to come back. Um, It is very frustrating that um, this seems to keep happening. Well, I don't know what to tell you. Um, נאחז ברעיון שנהפך לזיכרון של מה זה חופש אמיתי וזה נראה לי שכבר אי אפשר לחזור אל הימים של פעם חוסר דאגות הפך מהר לחוסר טעם קרא לאיזה קסם של תקופה או אשליה יפה טיפשות שמביאה איתה ברכה והעולם בדיחה רק עוד שחת האחרונה, רק עוד שתי דקות הם לא רוצים להתעורר, הם רוצים לחיות רק עוד רגע אחרון, רק עוד טעימה רק עוד כוס, רק עוד שוט, רק עוד לגימה
רק עוד שעת האחרונה, רק עוד שתי דקות הם לא רוצים להתעורר, הם רוצים לחיות רק עוד רגע אחרון, רק עוד טעימה רק עוד כוס, רק עוד שעות, רק עוד לגימה רק עוד רגע אחרון, עוד שנייה אחת אל תיקח מהם את זה, רק תיתן עוד קצת הם לא רוצים לגדול, לא רוצים למות כי כשהבוקר יעלה הם יחזרו למציאות Shalom, 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 everybody. That was really, really good. Um, I am back on live, and I'm hoping that my listeners will be able to follow the prompt. So we are back live. Um, you know, I, I apologize for all these fun um, Wi-Fi issues. You know, it's like when um, I'm, I'm on WhatsApp, and, you know, you get all mad, and you're like, oh, WhatsApp, why do you keep cutting me off? And it's like, Um, my late friend Aaron used to be like, yeah, hey, what's up? Let me call and complain about your free app. Yeah, I mean, it's not like we can really complain. So it's like one of those things. So we are here live on CRS Radio Network, the Knowledge Network. We are coming to you live from Israel, even though we are having so many problems with the Wi-Fi. I appreciate and I love you all for hanging in there. Um, hopefully we'll have less issues uh, when I return to the States. Um, Aval, it won't be the same, Lama. Why? Because we won't be here in Israel. So as warm as the people are, the Wi-Fi is just so freaking cold. I don't know what's wrong with it. I don't know. But you know what? The Cesar, it's all going to be just fine. So I am coming to you guys live from Israel for the last time in probably a couple months. Um, but the, the benefit of this is the fact that, um, you know, I am here on the radio and, oh, we have a new, another, not a new friend, uh, an old friend that's uh, here and back. And I'm hoping that um, we will be able to uh, coax him over here. So if you guys weren't listening before, we had Donna here. And um, this is my last broadcast from the Brown Seaside. Um, and we have some really very wonderful people here at the hotel. And I have a, a lot of gratitude for their um, their just everything their 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 essence um so like right now i see in front of me i see uh donna who is amazing and now juan is here um i am not i I mean listen there's only so many people i could work at a time so i don't have some of our other um friends like sheer is also working here and she's not here today, but she is, uh, like, possibly, like, so sweet. And Maya and everybody, like, uh, one of the uh, employees here was like, listen, you've got to check out. Oh, God. Mayan was, oh, my God. I'm like, something in my eye. Um, she's like, you have to check out this restaurant here in Tel Aviv. And she's like, I work there part time. So she said, oh, I'm going over there. And so... I met her over there, and the the place is like 
Let me let me try to sum this up in a few words because I kind of feel like it's hard, um, but I'm gonna try. So the place is called the Social Club, which is kind of cool because it's like a really fun place to be social. First of all, um, I walk into this restaurant and I was like, uh, "Whoa! It is like it's so big. It wasn't what I expected." And inside the restaurant, they have a kitchen that's cooking all these like amazing Israeli fusion dishes, and they also have a sushi bar within the restaurant. And what's kind of crazy is the kitchen size is so small compared to the size of the restaurant. And but yet they still are able to like take care of everything. Um, and like. It's like, um, it was, it was like one of the best freaking meals I've had. Like I've said in all time I've been to Israel, it's like, yes, all the food is so incredibly amazing. And, um, it's like, it's not like you can have a bad meal, but there's been like a handful of like outstanding, like, oh my God, outstanding pioneering. It shows the innovation of Israel. Because the thing is, here in Israel, like, not a single Israeli, no matter if you were born here or you came here, nobody's just, they're just going to accept what is, right? They're going to take what is and make it better. They're going to put the Israeli spin on it, the Israeli taste, the Israeli, like, way. And you will find that in the music. I mean, like, the, uh, an amazing example is the rap scene. And, of course, like, Georgie, um, you know, he... He's like, everyone sings songs about this. And he friends didn't sing a song about baseball. And by the way, saw his first baseball game here in Israel. And Team Israel won. Um, it was really cool. Those teens, the 17U, or they call it U17 here. So everything's like, uh, you flip it here. It's like, if you want to say the street address, you don't say, oh, I live at 12 Charles Avenue. You'd be like, Charles Avenue 12. So that's kind of fun. I don't know. It, it was really hard when I was first starting uh, putting things in navigation, but I, I seem to have gotten the hang of it now. Um, but um, food. Let's talk about food. I mean, at the beginning of the show, Or tells us, grab your plate of shakshuka and listen up. It's your host, Anya Farber. And so this is me, Anya Farber, trying to sweat through all the Wi-Fi issues here in Israel and bring you this show. And... You know what? If it's like a little bit of a balagan and we lose ourselves, but then we come back. Kol b'seder, hakol b'seder, lama, lama, you ask me why, Anya, why can you say, oh, it's fine, don't worry. It's cool, sababa, no problem. I can tell you that, and I can say that, tacha, because we are in Israel. And in Israel, you just keep going. You soldier through. You figure it out. It is what it is. And what it is is amazing. So let me get back to the social club. So I'm there with mine, and she's so cool, guys. She's also a stand-up comic and very funny. And and creates, like, her own clothing. So, like, this is the thing. Like, you won't meet a simple Donna, don't you dare. Don't you dare leave. Um, you won't meet a single... All right, guys, we have to pause for, like, a hot second because Donna was about to walk out. Listen, I'm going to leave my info, okay? 
I'm just like really sad, guys, because I'm not going to see Donna for a while. Yeah, and she's leaving. She has it? Okay. Bye, darling. Guys, Donna is, Donna is leaving the building. You want to know why? Because Donna deserves to go home and sleep because she's dealt with people all day. Bye, Nishama. Um, so Donna has left us, but it's okay because Juan is here. And Juan's going to come over and say hi to all the listeners of Talk Israel. Right, Juan? Come on over here. No, come over here. They can't hear you from there. Oh, dear God. Juan is another example of an amazing, amazing... I don't know how to say that in Spanish. Hi, no, hola. No, no, no. So, oh, so Juan... Speak. Um, Juan is also another person that I have met here. And uh, because I've been here so long, I've really gotten to know a lot of people. Juan is from Colombia. I don't really sound that fancy Columbia. when I try to say it. I try, Columbia. Juan. I try. I'm trying. So, um, <coughs> and Juan obviously is a native Spanish speaker. And obviously, as we hear him right now, is speaking English. And he is a Hebrew speaker. Um, is there anything I don't know about? Is there any other languages you have in a pocket there? I'm like, trying with the Russian. I was trying with yeah, Russia. There's a lot of Russian speakers yeah, here at the, yeah, difficult. I know. It is more difficult. Da. 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 Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's about with it. With my Latin accent, it's so difficult to make the real pronunciation of the Russian. I call Bastetter one. You want to know why? Yeah. I've got a Russian name and I don't speak a lick of Russian. Yeah, I know. I have a Russian name. Da, Four freaking words. That's it. That's it. Anyway, guys, that was Juan. Okay, guys, He's the so. best. <laughs> and um, Juan is amazing. And I love Juan's story. And Juan came here by himself, and he's made a beautiful life. And it's like kolakavod to Juan because it's it's really fun. And kafmaod, guys, this is the spirit of Israel. And that's the thing. Israel is so diverse. You don't have to be born here to understand. You don't. You can come here, and within weeks months you will feel it um there is an amazing person i have to thank because um without her i would not have been able to like function <laughs> the last few weeks so victoria i met her and she is also recently um she's only been in israel about a year she's also from russia she's from st petersburg russia you guys have seen her on my instagram um her um her uh, all her contact information is, is up on my Instagram. She's in my stories all the time. She um, is a woman of many talents, beautiful inside and out. Um, but she is possibly hands down the best eyelash technician I have ever met in my entire life. Um, and you know, even though I'm a pretty simple girl, I, I do like my eyelash extensions. Not gonna lie, I've never hit it from any of you, so I'm not gonna start hiding it now. Um, you know me, I am transparent as, as the day is long. Um, and not only is she quick, but she is just amazing. And I just love her story. She came here, she has a son, she is like just making a life. And one of the things that she talks about all the time is that she's able to do what she's able to do because of how welcomed she's felt. You know, she is uh, someone who has a profession that she can, like, travel. She can be in a place or she can come to you. And she told me all about how people have been like, oh, I have a space for you to work out of. Like, let me, yeah, do you want to come work out of this space or whatever it is? And this is the story of Israel. 
This is CRS Radio Network, the Knowledge Network. You are listening to Talk Israel. I am your host, Anya Farber, and and I and I again, I implore you to please, please, the Vakasha, please come to Israel, learn about Israel. Don't listen to the garbage on the news that is simply. I hate to say this word, but fake news. It really is. It's garbage. Israel is the most beautiful country that I have ever been to. Ken, it's, a, it's full of history. Ken, it's a kef ma'od. It's so fun. Ken, it's the only, only democracy in the Middle East. Well, that's not why I'm in love with this place. I'm in love with this place because of the people, the diversity, the richness, the, the just, oh, God. I, you know, if you're having, like, a day, you know, you're having a bad day, and sometimes you have a bad day. I've had a bad day since I've been here. I've been frustrated. Some things have come up that have kind of messed with my schedule. Like, I had a whole plan in place for my time here. Well, God had other plans. You know, um, Israel is going through some transition right now, and um, there's a lot going on with the government, and people are protesting. And, again, it's the only place in the Middle East that you can do that freely and not disappear where your family never knows what actually happened to you. No, you have the right to do that. Um, But it's kind of shifted some of the things that I've wanted to do or I've needed to do because – didn't work and and you know what Hakoba said it fine um, but it is the beauty because in all of this strife and everything else I have seen something that um, I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I, I'm just imploring you guys to just bear with me for a second because I am quite sure that I'm going to get um, pretty emotional um, but um, Seeing so many people carrying around flags. Now, I have a flag next to me right now. Um, I realize it's the radio. You guys can't see it, and I'm holding it in my hand. And I do carry an Israeli flag with me everywhere I go, every day, no matter where I am in the world. That is that is true. Whereas my son Solomon, who was on with us the first hour, used to say when he was super little, probably going to kill me for this, but, Mommy, that's a true fact. I was like, sweetie, facts are true. But that's okay. He was like one and a half, too. Um, it is a fact that I do carry around a flag with me every single place that I go. It's either like it's in my purse or in my backpack or whatever it is. But I've seen so many flags, and even if people are in a bit of a disagreement or whatever it is, what I'm seeing that is so moving is the true love of country. And I thought to myself, like, when do I feel that? How do I feel that other places? And I think, you know, the Olympics is a place where we kind of feel that when you, like, are rooting for your own country and – um, perhaps someone from your country wins a medal and up on the medal stand you see the flag raise and you hear your national anthem and, and all of that stuff. And it's not that I'm hearing the Hatikva over and over played, you know, for any special reason, uh, but just looking around and seeing um, the Israeli flag everywhere is something very special to me. And I think it is such, um, it is far more common here to see people displaying it out of their homes and in public places, like uh, even more so than I've seen in the U.S. And um, just walking back from the beach, 
um, one morning it hit me um, pretty hard. And I was just really, like, I was overwhelmed. And um, for as tough as someone wants to say Israelis are, okay, I'll, I'll give you that. So Israelis might be tough on the outside, but they are the most warm and gooey people on the inside. So if anyone is familiar with the Saba fruit, they are a little prickly on the outside, but delicious and sweet on the inside. Um, for those of you who are not familiar with the Saba fruit, um, you know, like I do in the States, uh, there are no Saba fruits. So I would say it's a mango. The skin is really annoying to get through. Freaking hairy in the middle, but God, oh God, is a mango so sweet and delicious. And you're like, oh, I want more. So that's what I say about Israelis. Um, but I would really be remiss if I didn't, again, just talk about some of the most amazing people that I've met on this particular trip. And, um, I mean, um, those of you who have been listening to me for some time, or for those of you who just know me, you know that um, I don't really pull any punches, and I don't really hold back. And sometimes when I'm sad, I'm sad. And when I'm happy, I'm happy, and the tears that are now are not sad tears at all. They're actually, like, very happy. Um, but it is often hard for me as I get towards the end of a trip because, um, you know, I think about the things that I really want to say. And um, I will go back to uh, the social club. So my aunt take, takes me there, and um, I'm sitting, she's like, oh, the owner's here. And so she's oh, come, Moshe, come here. And first of all, that was one of the best meals that I've had. Um, secondly, I am so appreciative of the fact that you and really explain like, about why you started this restaurant and the the, uh, the layout and how it was, like, different and innovative and not just the fusion of food, and, um, but, like, why you laid out the way you did how it's different because yes it's like a huge bar and a restaurant and all these things and um, not just that but how um, you took the time with someone you had never met before and uh, additionally offered some assistance and context and um, other avenues for me to investigate through um, through CRS radio the knowledge network and of course, my documentary film that I am currently making, Do You See What I See? Because I really want you guys to see what I see. I want you guys to see the way I see Israel. What you see, the beauty of people. I want you to see the depths of um, souls of Israelis. Are they frustrated? They are a people that have been through so much. They have fled a country to really practicing their religion because even if you're not Jewish, you may practice your religion here. Again, any country in this region where you can do that. So there are people who were born or who have come here, what it is, but most like beyond, first of all, look of all the amazing. You don't need me to tell you. Um, be from really from like the, the bottom of my heart. I really appreciate you making the time and tell me. Thank you, Tal, uh, Tal Rahmani. She is my photographer, creator, friend, and colleague. And she 
helps so many people, um, not just through her work, um, touch people with the beauty of the things that she creates, business and organization, um, but even how she's really just been like such a shoulder for me to lean on when I've been here. Um, I mean, from like the littlest things like, oh, here, you should try this to eat or you should go for this or whatever it is um, to like a lot of heavier conversations that we've had. And, um, I think it's the coolest about it. You can meet someone and feel like you've known them forever. And I have so many friends here that mean the world to me and um, I don't really know if I should like go through and name everybody because I don't want anyone to this um, or anything like that, but I love you all so much to me, even though I know that the trip is a little hectic with but I've not really been able to, you know, everyone in the way that I had hoped. But you know what that means? It just means there's another reason for me to come back sooner and spend more time on the next trip. Um, I've been very fortunate to... Um, when I've been in Tel Aviv to be really close to um, the beaches. And I have to say something. Beaches here are absolutely pristine. I have not seen one piece of garbage out of place. Any garbage that I see is in a garbage can. People expect all of each other, each other's things. You worry about leaving your things, your things and going into the water. Um, you could walk out to the beach right now at what is 11.21 p.m. or 20.21 p.m. and see people playing volleyball and see people running and see people biking and see people hanging out and having coffee or having a drink or having, oh, my God, by the way, I'm not an ice cream person, but, like, the youngest ice cream holder may actually walk down there and see if they're open after we uh, go off the air. Again, not an ice cream person, but yummy. Um to all of my friends, old friends here or new friends, and whether I've been able to spend as much time with you as I wanted or not, I love you all. I appreciate you all. I know that this episode has been a bit hard between the wife that I am crying all the time, which is, you know, not how I necessarily uh, thought that this would go, but um, for anyone that does know me, that you know that when I get towards the end of the trip, and realizing that this is the last time I'll be able to bring you a very spotty and shoddy talk Israel because of the Wi-Fi from Israel, it's just a little hard for me to get through every once in a while. So uh, I'm not embarrassed. I'm not ashamed. I don't um, regret um, the I always show emotion, and I think that's one of the craziest things about this place, too. People are so real. There's no passive-aggressive, because when people are passive-aggressive to me, I become aggressive-aggressive. I don't like it. It's a waste of my time. Um, people are transparent here, and I, I really I applaud Israelis. Um, for anything from, like, you know, you walk into a store, and you end up striking a conversation with someone, and, like, feel like you've known for five years to... Um, into a restaurant and, and um, having the owner like, where else does that happen? Nowhere. Um, I 
am very thankful to uh, all of my friends, all of my family, um, um, as always, I am so happy to see you when I'm here. I appreciate all the support that you guys give me. I'm very proud of you guys for standing up for what is important to you. Um, I know you guys are out there at the protests, and um, this is not a political conversation. It's just I think it's really cool that um, you guys are so dedicated to um, the love of this country. And I think it's very special. Um, I also just um, really been quite touched with like a lot of the people that I recently um, just really showing me the beauty. Um, when I was at my dear friend Orr's concert with Mommy Tai, seeing, of course, my wonderful friend who's like family, Ellie Bismuth, I love you. Um, you're a wonderful, wonderful person, and your neshama is very special. Um, because of Ellie, it's how I've met so many people in the music uh, industry. And just seeing all these other musicians coming out to support each other has been amazing. Um, Israel is a beautiful place because of the people. Because of the people is, is, is why you have to come. So CRS Radio listeners, this is the Knowledge Network. If you learn nothing else from me, it's that the Israeli people are the most amazing and warm people you will ever meet in your life. Um, I want to call out a few things uh, before uh, we get ready to wind down. Um, and I've here, yes, had some amazing meals, and definitely if you're in Israel and in Tel Aviv, check out the social club. Um, you guys absolutely positively have to check out Milk and Honey. If you have tasted whiskey before, stop drinking whatever you're drinking and find Milk and Honey whiskey. Uh, I don't care if it's online or it's from your local uh, liquor store. Uh, if you live anywhere where there's a Total Wine, um, they're like one of those giant liquor stores. They carry it. Um, but it's Milk and Honey, and it's like a super cool logo. It's like a bowl and a bee mashed together. So it's a bull bee. It's not a bee bowl. It's a bull bee. Um, Ron Todaraba, you are an amazing ambassador for Milk and Honey. Um, I had my very first whiskey, guys, <laughs> at Milk and Honey on a tour, and Ron's amazing. And you will see a lot of pictures to come. They have won awards throughout, like, worldwide competitions. And they have not been around very long, but they have so many innovative techniques up their sleeves, which is why they are doing things amazingly well. Lama, you ask? Kaha. Kaha, it's Israel. It's Israel, and they're doing whiskey the Israeli way, and it's badass. So Ron and everyone at Milk and Honey, Kolokavod, Taradarabas, you guys will have so many new things coming. I can't wait some things that I will be showing you guys from pictures I took and video and um, him giving me this information. Um, thank you so much. You guys are so freaking cool. Um, and last week we tried to come up with internet issues. We had MDA or MDA, Magen David Adom. And that is the emergency response system here in Israel. Um, the thing that is still, I 
I have to say over and over and over and over and over because it's like crazy, but it's true. Magenta Vida Dom has 30,000, 30,000 volunteers and only 2,500 full-time employees. And they service every sort of emergency call all over Israel from the farthest point north to the most southern point in Israel. They have helicopter stations strategically. They have boats, one in the Galilee and one in the Mediterranean. They have ambulances and motorcycles and all these different ways of emergency response. They have um, machines, uh, like the defibrillator machines, strategically placed all over Israel. Guys, the most amazing thing about this organization is that they have no support from the government. They are completely donation dependent. They are operating privately. Um, So please, if you are in the United States, you can look up uh, American Friends of Magen David Adam. Or if you're in Europe, uh, just just Google MDA Israel, and the links will take you there. Um, We had Aaron on, and he was born in England, but uh, he is someone who is living here with his family, and he is he is a full-time employee and working there and he gave me a tour. I was able to witness the amazing, beyond amazing, almost like what are you talking about kind of technology that's going on. Do you know that the uh, call time, like the wait to get through to a dispatcher, less than two seconds, one Mississippi, two. Oh, no, you're already connected. Um, hi, 911 in the U.S. Take some notes. Seriously. I can't tell you how many times, like, I've had issues. You know, I was getting off the the highway once, and it was technically the town, not the highway. But when I called 911, it went to the state dispatcher, and then she's, like, telling me, you're not on the highway. I'm like, yeah, I know. I didn't ask for you. I wanted the local PD. So it wasn't even like you could call 911 back. It just wouldn't work. So I had to freaking call the number myself. I had to call the non-emergency number for an emergency because it's not working. Right. So, but when I was in the headquarters, I could see, they could pinpoint where the person was, the side of the street they were on. Like, oh my God. Listen, Israeli is known for tech, but oh dear God, it is amazing. Kol Kavod to you guys, um, to Daraba for allowing me um, into the headquarters and letting me experience all of that. It was amazing. Um, I have been doing so many things like researching so many pieces and really learning on this trip to experience in the past. Next time I come to you, as I will be coming to you from the state. Um, my heart and my soul is always here with the people of Israel in good times and in bad. And um, I'm so thankful um, to my son for um, coming on my show for the very first time on his birthday. And um, everyone who I've been able to spend time with. Um, I think we should probably end the way that we generally um, and and I feel like particularly on this day more than any other day 
this song um, seems just perfect because I don't really know another way. I mean, there's so many good songs, but um, actually, you know what, guys? I take that back. I'm thinking we might have to do something a little bit different this one time. This one time. Going to actually leave with two songs. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to throw some caution to the wind and go ahead. Actually, I don't know. Well, now I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to leave you guys with this. Um, two pieces of some songs and um, then we'll have one song to play us out. So this is a piece of a new song. It's not it's not new, it's just new to us here. Um, it's well I'm just gonna play it for you because it's just awesome. And we do hope that the singer will be coming on talk as well soon. Made in Israel. I mean, doesn't that just make you, like, feel so upbeat? I absolutely love this song. (laughs) And I am trying to um, get him to... um, ahead and um, come on to talk Israel and of course appear on our documentary if you see what I see but I think that this particular song um, sums up everything that I feel about Israel and um, this song is like beyond um, beyond words. Um, this is a song by Avram Tal, and I think a lot of you guys know that I absolutely, absolutely adore Avram Tal. He is one of the most talented um, musicians, dedicated that I've ever had the privilege of meeting. And I think if anyone's been on my YouTube channel, you guys have seen the very short clip of when I able to talk to him quickly um, when he was in New York performing. But it's so funny because everyone says the same thing. Oh my God, he is so nice. And you know what? He really is. And you can really kind of see and hear his soul and his entire family is amazing. So I'm going to play this entire song for you guys because it's a must. Uh-huh. 
and this is a live version. Avram Tal, Anyo Hevet, Anyo Hevet, Anyo Hevet, Mamash, Mamash, Mamash. We're just having a conversation with the crowd right now. Okay. He's such a wonderful performer, guys. He really engages, and now everyone's got their phone lights on. Back in the day, it used to be lighters, but now it's phone lights. Just get ready, guys. I wish. If you guys want to see, look. Oh, my God. This is in Tataria. It's an outdoor historical amphitheater. Check out the video, Avram Tal Orot Live. you guys have ever had a song when you hear it even if you don't understand all of the words it hits you so deeply and it penetrates your soul in a way that like it will never leave you and when I first heard this song that is how I felt and then I really listened to the words and just so you guys know, there is a version of this song where someone was kind enough to put the words in translation. And um, I have told Avram Paul myself personally that this song is, it connects to my soul in a way that I don't know how to express myself because I feel like it literally just hits you so 
deeply and so truly. That is one of the most beautiful things. And I think it is a really good summary of how people are here. And it's that connecting um, that keeps them together. So if you guys are interested, Avram Paul, A-V-R-A-H-A-M, Avram Tal, T-A-L is his last name. Um, just an amazingly beautiful person, um, really. Um, and I think one of my favorite things is that when I introduce myself, he's like, oh, I know who you are. <laughs> and um, it just, it was like, you know, it's really about like making someone feel special. Um, and he absolutely did that. But again, guys, this is the last time that we are coming to you live from Israel uh, for time. And um, I do really, truly appreciate everyone who stuck with me through all of the fun balagan of actually trying to <laughs> do something uh, in Israel using the Wi-Fi. Um, because, you know, it's just that there's so many people on and I am using a public Wi-Fi. So it's, it's just, you know, I can only do what I can do. But I want to leave you guys with the way that we always leave you, which is Nissan Black and um, motherland bounced um, because I feel that this place is a dope we are royalty we must go back to our place in Kiswana no we are staying right here this is the motherland yeah. Here we go for the motherland. Yeah. Yeah. We gon' play it loud until they spin it. Yeah. yeah, we gon' blow the roof up off the building. Yeah. yeah, we gon' play that motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. Check it out now, motherland bounce. We baba. Black and get a shopping with a Sammy Davis cousin. Tried to dodge the industry, but now my name is buzzing. They all saying that I'm conscious. I say that it's nonsense. So I say I've been on since on. Had an on switch from Seattle, the rainy city where my mom lived. In Jerusalem, the golden city that was conquered. But still we moving onward. Motherland conquest. Smell me like an armpit. Yeah. Yeah. We gon' play it loud until they kill it. Yeah. Yeah. We gon' blow the roof up off the building. Yeah. My mama told me that I read good Been on my straight and narrow But my history is V-hood Thank God today that we could Buy a box of Cheerios and kicks I can even buy tricks I'm no longer on wick EBT car rip In my passport lip Sent like a notary from every country that I went Ain't a country like this From the others you've been sent Black is beautiful This gon' be the motherland hit Yeah yeah, we gon' play it loud and to the city, yeah. Yeah, we gon' blow the roof up off the building, yeah. yeah. We gon' play that motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce, check it out now, motherland bounce, we baba. Yeah, yeah, yeah. bounce, yeah.
drop the B and put a O after the G. Yep. Six point steel, big up King B. In the synagogue, camouflage, but I can't wipe the skin off. I'm proud of it, it's loud of it, but I'm not trying to crisscross. I done made it this far, hold it all in my heart. I hold my breath and brace myself when they take their socks off. Ain't no monkey business, cause ain't no monkeys in here. I know what you've been thinking, the black Abe Lincoln. Just wanted you to be aware. Signing off, it's Mr. Black, Hitler's worst nightmare, yeah. Yeah, we gon' play it loud and till it, till it, yeah. yeah we gon' blow the roof up off the building, yeah. yeah we gon' play that motherland bounce. Check it out that motherland bounce. Check it out that motherland bounce. We baba. Yeah, we gon' play it loud and till it, till it, yeah. yeah we gon' blow the roof up off the building, yeah. yeah we gon' play that motherland bounce. Check it out that motherland bounce. Check it out that motherland bounce. We baba. You gotta take your hat off, man. Another one. <laughs> you gotta take your hat off, brother. I can't cut you your hair. Tell y'all ain't from around here. You need to leave them chains here. You ain't gonna make it off the block. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. For the last time, live from Israel for some time. This is the Ani Anya Farber. You are listening, Lishmoa. Talk Israel from CRS Radio, the Knowledge Network. I love and appreciate you all. And until next week, please be kind to one another. Shalom.